0: Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. One day after breakfast, Jesus, taking a walk with Peter, looked at him and asked him, Do you love me? Now, just imagine Jesus asking you that. This was one of the final conversations he had in his incarnation. And you know what they say, your last words are usually the most important. This was something very important to him. He looks at him and says, do you love me? And Peter was heartbroken that Jesus would even ask. Master, you know all things why would you even ask? You know that I love you. Well, Jesus needed to ask because it wasn't an emotional matter. It wasn't just something to sing about in a worship song. It was something to prove. And so he said to him, if you love me, John 21, 15, feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. And the facts that there is a sense of a conditional requirement here puts a lot of responsibility on us. Not just to sing about it, but to prove it. Listen, if we love Jesus, there are avenues to show. There are avenues to demonstrate it. If you love me, feed my sheep. Just think about it. Imagine you really wanted to do something. Maybe... Um, you were venting at the, the, the attitude of someone else and someone is trying to get you to calm down and it's usually your wife, you know, she just pins you to a corner and says, do you love me? Do this for me. Like, do this as a personal favor. So now Jesus says, do you love me? You, you need to understand what he's doing when he gives you a task Right after asking if you love him. He's telling you, feeding my sheep will be a personal favor to me. Come on, are you with me? Yes, feeding my sheep will be a personal favor. If you do this one, I, I would, it will would, it would mean a lot to me. You see, a lot of people don't realize that, in a sense, in a practical sense, God needs us. Saint of Augustine of Hippo. You know, I've been doing a lot of studies of early day saints. My favorite favorite one. Guess his name. Irenaeus. I say, I knew I was deep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. St. Augustine of Hippo said, without God, man cannot. And without man, God will not. We need to understand how important our role, our participation is for the execution of God's plan. God, in his almightiness, can look in his throne room and say, whom shall I send? It might be a logical contradiction to you that someone in such splendor With angels flying in their might and yet cannot even look at his glory. Yet, he's saying, whom shall I send? The reality of divine partnership must dawn on us so that we can rise up with a sense of urgency, understanding the responsibility that we have. Without God, man cannot. Without man, God will not. There are things God wants to do, and He needs your participation. And then you happen to claim to love Him. So you can't ignore those things. For instance, God wants all men saved, but He can't preach Himself. He can't preach. So when the Ethiopian eunuch is in his chariot trying to rack his head around Isaiah 53, God is looking for a faithful man who had studied that scripture prior. Every time you have the opportunity to study your Bible and you don't, you are not positioning yourself to demonstrate the love of Christ. Because one day, one very important man on a voyage back to Africa, this is according to God's template, going to be the first missionary to Africa. He was from Ethiopia. This was the first person to bring the gospel to Africa, not, not colonizers, by the way. So just bear that in mind. You know, and God needs all of us to hear the gospel, He needs someone to take the message to Africa. And this is someone who not only has the intelligence and the will, has the influence. If the Ethiopian eunuch understands it, even the queen of candies will hear this message. And he finds Philip ready and has the capacity. That combination is rare. Do you love me? You see, the reason why... Jesus had to ask Peter. Is because Peter is like that one friend you have who will always overpromise but underdeliver. <laughs> you know, they will promise the high heavens. You know, I have a relative who would always come to the house and say, I will buy you biscuit on Saturday. You know so? And he always used that to try to pacify young children when they're crying. It's a totally different school. To promise and make good on your promise. When I was in school, vowing to serve God with my life, I was not the only one. You think I was the only one? (laughs) Reality is reality. When it hits you, you might just be walking in the back. You just say, how did I get here? I'm saying that because there are some people in that shoe now. (laughs) Even if you promised when someone should ask you, "Ah, you look familiar now. You look like the disciple of Jesus. It takes guts to say yes. I'm one of them. (laughs) It takes guts. But where well, Peter denied. That was not the only time in the Garden of Gethsemane, the most sensitive period in Jesus' life. Jesus had many friends, but this one was too personal. He couldn't take everybody. He just took his three closest disciples, people who he thought would understand. His heart is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Like he felt so bad emotionally, it was as if he was going to have a death experience even before the cross. That's how bad he felt. So guys, I I need that support. You you just stay here, pray with me. Then he goes in, in. He's praying his lungs out, praying his heart out. His sweat is like droplets of blood. He takes a break and comes back and finds Peter sleeping. At this time, you are still sleeping. It's not possible. (laughs) You know, you're still sleeping. Two very crucial lessons from that story. Number one, Jesus said, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Oh, my God. Listen, listen, listen. This is going to change your life if you understand it. See, do you know it would be better if Jesus said, what? You can't pray one hour? You can't watch one hour? But then he makes it personal. You couldn't watch with me. You know, that takes it to another level. Like every time I have the opportunity to pray and I don't, I'm doing something to Jesus. Because my prayer proves something. My study proves something. I can't just keep singing that I love him. In my devotion, my love for him is proven. Because listen, in God's design, Jesus functions with us. We are literally, in a spiritual sense, the body of Christ. He's the head and we are the body. If he's going to move, we are going to have to move. So by our actions and inactions, we prove our love for him. And so when we don't pray, you know, we like it in the flip side. When he's telling the enemies of the church, why are you persecuting me? We like it when he takes it personal then. But when it's us. Understand that he also takes it personal when you don't pray. When the Bible says, I sought for a man who will stand in the gap and I found none. I sought for a man that sometimes God looks for faithful men and he seldom finds any. And we all claim to love him. We all claim. And many people have the testimony of Demas. Ah, Demas loved this present world. Demas, he loves Jesus but he's more concerned about his job. He's more concerned about money. He's more concerned about social media. These things happen in the grand scheme of things. This, this is the spiritual story of some people. Could you not watch with me one hour? And then the second lesson from that story... I'm gonna title this charge after it. I will call it hypertrophy in prayer. I will spell it. <laughs> hypertrophy. H Y P for the P for the hippo. I'm just playing. H Y P E R T R O P H Y. H Y P. <laughs> it just seems very familiar. H Y P E R T R O P H Y. Hypertrophy in prayer. (laughs) Let me tell you this. You might have been praying all your life. What I'm about to teach you will change your life. It will take prayer to another level. Get ready. Like, this is something that if you start doing now, the results can be 10 times better. Now, I brought something to help you illustrate. This is what many of you do when you go to the gym sometimes. Look at this. What is this? Yeah, it's a dumbbell. It's a cute dumbbell. Very cute. Sometimes my daughters, when they want to feel involved, Nadia does this. You know? Now, some of you go to the gym, and you pick something cute like this. And you go... (coughs) You do it hundred times, and you drop it. Now the frequency or the volume is also important because you can also achieve results if you do this 10,000 times. Come on, are you with me? It might have the same effect as using something significantly heavier just 10 times. But you you do this 100 times. Wow. Now, you do this every day. There is something called hypertrophy. That is actually the mechanism behind building a muscle. It's not just that you carry the dumbbell, you must carry it enough. Listen, oh, when the Bible says, except the corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies. You see, when you actually carry dumbbell, you you pass your limits, and some cells actually die and they rebuild again bigger. That's how it happens. But sometimes what we are doing is not sufficient to get that result. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, we do this, and then we're tired. On the other hand, some other person carries something bigger. This can do something. But then they do it twice. Whew. Whew. Ah. Take a few pictures for the ground. <laughs> and then they drop it. That statement Jesus made teaches us something very important in prayer. Could you not watch with me? How long? It means the volume matters. The volume matters. Listen, the true power of prayer is in the habit, not the action. Just like exercise. Just like exercise. You won't see true results until you have been consistent. You know what the Bible says? It says, bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. If If you're familiar with how... Paul used similarities to teach. You will understand that, except there was, at least at a superficial level, some similarity, he won't use it. So the reason why he says, for instance, in Ephesians 5.18, do not be drunken with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, is because when you are full of the Spirit, there are some symptoms that are similar with the symptoms of drunkenness. Incoherent speech, such as we have in tongues, and staggering. So the same way when he says bodily exercise profits little, he's telling you there is an exercise in godliness. He literally says exercise yourself rather unto godliness. It's an exercise. And so the principles of exercise apply. The principles of volume and consistency The principles, what I'm saying is so simple and powerful. So, I must go for hypertrophy. And hypertrophy is difficult to explain. You see, many men of God have tried to explain it in different generations in different ways. Kenneth Hagin calls it praying through. You pray until you hit a certain ember. You just know, you touch something. Some of you know what I'm saying. When you touch it, the temperature of the whole thing changes. It seems like you start gliding. Where you have been walking mechanically, something carries you. You begin to float. Even the language changes. It seems like the consonant in tongues changes. And it's just like, you, you attained a new dimension of fluency. And even if it is one syllable you are repeating, there is an intensity, you are feeling it in the core of your being. Like you are drawing something. And the confidence thereon is different. You come out, you know, It's like you're feeling your nose flaring. And you're like, where is the devil now? You can pray every day without hitting that constantly and feel like you have done something. But when you hit it, then you are ready. When Jesus stands before Lazarus' tomb and says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me already. That tells you that prayer has a cumulative effect. I have prayed to a certain extent and I have come on the strength of my previous investments. So now, like I usually say, I prayed long so that I can pray short. I've covered it. If you check carefully, you will see that the Bible teaches more on the habit of prayer than on the action of prayer. Prayer is a habit. Like velocity, it is measured over a period of time, not in an instant. It's a period. There must be a consistency to it, a build-up to it. When he says, beloved, Jude verse 20, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, it means... That the more you stay, the more progress you make. Come on, are you with me? The same way you are laying brick upon brick and the height is increasing. You can rise in your spirit. You can rise in your spirit. Build heights. That means the more you do it, the more progress you make. This is why Jesus can pray for a bit. Take a minute. Come and talk to the disciples. Go back. He did that three times because the effect of prayer is cumulative. The same prayer point. Ah, so you don't pray till the time is up. You pray until that measure, that cumulative effect is accomplished. And when it's done, you say, it's the time and the hour of darkness. Let's go. And you are either ready or not. That's the real secret in prayer. Rising like an edifice. I don't want to assume we all know it. Turn of Bibles, Jude verse 20. If Jesus said, couldn't you watch with me one hour? It it means he knew. Listen, it's not like Peter didn't pray at all. But Jesus believed that the prayer was not enough. It means there is a time factor in prayer. There is a time factor. Just the same way when you are cooking, there is a time estimate for the food to be ready. There is an amount of time it must stay on the fire. Just because it has been on the fire does not mean it's enough. Just because it has been on fire does not mean it's ready. It's one thing for you to be on fire. It's another thing for you to be ready. So there must be that staying power. After five minutes you stay. After ten minutes you stay. So listen, the real training is not just praying. It is the heartfelt and continued. When you look at it, you see that The Bible actually taught on this more than we realize. The heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes power available. So if it is not heartfelt, if it is not continued, you are not going to have that cumulative effect. There must be a consistency. If you pray today, you must pray tomorrow. Otherwise, you will miss something. You will miss something. You will miss something. Are you in Jude verse 20? Everybody read loudest again. One, two, go. Love, stop, think, ha ha ha! You know the Greek word, oikodomio. It means it's a building term, a construction term, to lay brick upon brick. You know, so have that picture when you pray. That I make more progress when I spend more time, you know. So I am. It's oh my God, the quality of what I'm doing is getting thicker. Listen, when you fail an exam, you don't have to score zero to fail an exam. It's not that you didn't do anything at all. You just didn't do enough. That's the same way it is in the realm of the spirit. There is a measure, there is a measure, there is a measure, there is a measure that gets the work done, there is a measure of intensity, listen, batteries have capacity, it depends on what you want to power, it depends on what you want to power, and as you spend more time, fanning the embers, fanning the embers, Fanning the embers. Hey, some giants can rise in you. A giant you never knew was lying in there, waiting for an opportunity, waiting for the right structure. You will find yourself doing things you never thought you had the capacity to do. The same Peter, whose life was plagued by weakness of always over-promising and under-delivering, the same Peter stands before 3,000. What was the difference? Tarry until you are endued with power from on high. That's the difference. That one takes time. That one takes time. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. The fact that Jesus takes it personal does not mean it's for Jesus. He said, when he said... (laughs) Can you not watch with me one hour? He said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Pray that you don't fall into temptation. You're the one that will face the temptation. So Jesus is only saying, I I want to walk with you. Well, I have options though. (laughs) But I want to walk with you. And if you're going to do this walk, this is what you need to do. Pray, sir. Pray, ma. So, this is not a lesson for people who don't have a prayer life. This is a lesson for people who don't pray enough. If, if this is you, you know yourself. You know We like to pretend in church. We, if you are not praying enough, you know. You know. Take this opportunity. In this ministry, God always brings a sermon just at the nick of time when you need it. There is something waiting for you 50 days time. That needs this preparation. Don't say God didn't warn you. Pray. If your strength fails in a day of adversity. He said your strength is small. Meaning spiritual strength can be measured. Spiritual strength can be built up. Invest this time. Hallelujah. Please rise to your feet. And that's why we spend time praying. I know you've prayed before. You've prayed this morning. Oh, guess what? We'll pray this afternoon. Oh, guess what? We're going to pray this evening. That's why we came. Take up higher. Listen, what you're about to tap into is the strength of any general before you. It says Elias was a man like you. A man like you. But he prayed. I said he
1: prayed. I said he prayed. And the earth, the
0: heavens refused to give rain. He prayed. He was a man like you. A man subject to like passions. Listen, listen. It encourages. It encourages you to read that Peter prayed and fell asleep. You are not alone. You're not alone. That weakness is normal. Peter prayed and fell asleep. Listen, at least you, you know Jesus is in your heart. Jesus was eating physically. You could see Jesus in a distance praying. He still slept. Peter had a sleep problem. At 10, he was praying. He slept again. <laughs> Are you aware? The same Peter. ah ah, But the difference is consistency. If you sleep, wake up and pray. (laughs) Wake up and pray. Pray or
1: sleep trying. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Hallelujah. Something is about to change. Listen, there are things that you have been impacting against that refuse to move. But you are coming back with a force and an intensity that they never associated with you. (laughs) <laughs> the heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes power available, dynamic in his walking. I give you a few minutes, begin to bask in the glory of God. Blasting other tongues right now. Rata, <laughs> Rata ka ataka embele Saparabataya sapa raba taya. Ronne tia a satar. kapa, mino hobe tombe bale ndoreke paka de Atrasondere ataya sote. Epele lerrero la papate bratongre lebida bato katene meniko eso imbele shete le belendo kraso de rebele tokibalata abale bene es de ko imbele terre meniko pra balen pa apron ne rehu es ebele te ebele a brata kapale, rane rebediga, bata paya embele tongre, bale tongre, arrepelito a sete s s s s s s s s s s do 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 dor. Apata, brato onde Ebene, Manoha, Epatate kopa. Bete ne mene Aratongre pale namado ha? Epele te kapatiba. Pale Bratongre tapale. Bete Rapatatepe, Bettene, Rapata Ebetete toa, ebeteke nemate vida habe, Pretene nemeneha. Apararia. ratong risete, <in Spanish> sete, rapala Pataba. batete betete, ke bene meneko tige. Endele toa, rombreta kete, rebete bete kibaba, batete ke bene beta kapete pete kepe preto comprender beteke ronde mene ko pa de ababa berebele bele as I'm praying, I'm building something, building something from within, building something from within, building an edifice from within, building an edifice from within. Sepele patogre, a aratongre tekepe bahai. Ballon de de Casso de Sopete Sopete teke teke te, Arata bataya, sombre teke belia de lecoria. Aratongre, Beleria ka Asoa, embe letonga, kapaya. Let the giant in you arise. There is an edifice in you waiting to arise. There is an edifice in you waiting to arise. Casolea, <speaking> Apataria, <in> Ronde Lepetea, aso. aso Crasom, Belemenecopo, Pelepante, kapate Bruce, 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 Ateke, toke, katongre, Pelletende Repeliga. Tongre le penendo kapalata arratonge se penematongre ratongre kapaleto kepeletori peletori kelete reto kepetige bade kopeneme palata kapara kina na manevia epeneno kote kai. ye ni a kana kita tapa. Rataka bagaya yele pete yepete keba bra jokabadeya etelere pron sombelete atongre kasotele benega kate this is how we fight our battles this is how we deal with long standing issues hey insist and persist insist and persist an edifice an edifice that takes time kasabaya bataka <speaking> banupene <in> penema. hepende ma ne kapate kepene mo apata pratong re gaya yayay eh eh ape a kopate e pretora a pratoa. M. Bele Menemaha, Ata, Endo A Ons, Endo A Ons, Ende A Ons, Epetea, Pratoa, A Sotate, Sepenemene Caba, Patoa, Esotade, Breton retongre, Ten Grossepin <foreign> and a half, Betten and the <language> Embele te capellea, apre Abrete capelle, Pelletoha, Tecato geta, Casombre <muchas> te capet, Betta capet, Betta capet Ratoha, End, Ekapa, Betta capet, Sute capetakiba, Arroso pete capet, Pellepenea, Ate capetembohaya, Embecoche. Bene ba, etoka pate se bene meneko poa mbelletongre, ronde kepe, kepekepe, kepe kipa ronde pateba. Mentor, mentor, but mbete.
0: We're not done. I just took a break to explain something to you. The way hypertrophy works. The walk begins... When you reach your limits. It is... Actually when you are stressed... That muscle can be built. That's where the walk begins. That's where it begins to count. That's where it begins to count. When you are actually tired. Don't forget... What we are studying is not prayer. What we are praying... What we're studying is importunity in prayer. The ability to stay when you are tired. It's a totally different school. That's where the real capacity is built. That, okay, I am tired. That's where the teaching of Elias comes in. He was tired, but he prayed. So when you learn to press, you know, when we all start you feel the fireworks everywhere. Everyone is gingering. It is halfway. It is halfway that we now know if you understood the teaching or not. It is after one hour or two hours that we now know if you are, if you are finally understanding what we are saying. Come on, are you with me? You know what I sense? God is about to entrust a move, a move in this generation. He's, a, he's about to entrust it to us. Mantles have been falling since the end of 2020 till now. I'm telling you, mantles have been falling transitions have been taking place. We're in a season of transition. This is why God wants to help our capacity. Make us elastic so that we can withstand pressure. Come on, you're not tired, are you? And even when we are tired, we pray. We press on. We push. Hallelujah. So that when the devil encounters us, He knows by precedence. We don't move for anybody. (laughs) We don't. We don't. We don't back down. Come on, are you ready? Shift gears again. Pray in the spirit.
1: Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. A